Blockchain Bandits episode 5. You're here with me, Jeff. Myself, Courtney. And me, Andy. And this week we'll be speaking about the Tether hack. You guys might have heard of that. It was, uh, it was huge in the cryptocurrency um, space. We'll also be talking about gold and Bitcoin. And will Bitcoin replace gold as the go-to safe haven for investors? We'll also be talking about the different use cases of the blockchain. Uh, one of the people in the group, in our chat group, um, wanted us to speak about more use cases of the blockchain. So we've, we've gone and done some research and we'll be speaking about that too. And we'll also be talking about um, the one of the barriers for cryptos. Can the blockchain or cryptocurrencies be used for illegal purposes are they being used for illegal purposes what kind of ramifications does this have and we'll be talking about um what are the differences between a token and a coin because uh we we spoke about this and this can get quite confusing for a lot of people especially if you're new so yeah um let's get stuck in um the tether hack uh, 30 million USDT was um, stolen. Um, first of all, do you guys want to you guys want to explain what Tether is to um, the people at home? Um, yeah, I'll get this. Like Tether is um, a company behind the dollar peg uh, cryptocurrency, widely used in the market ex- exchange trade. It's claiming that the systems have been hacked for about 30 million mm-hmm. of its tokens have been stolen by hackers. And this caused uh, Bitcoin's price to drop from 8.3k to 7.75k uh, back in, what, this was the 21st of November now. Yeah, so, so it's like Monday? Yeah. yeah, about, yeah. Yeah, around that Monday, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, they, they did post on the website and they did say that, um, well, like, they've been hacked and they've... They've said that these tokens will be unusable. Yeah, they've tagged them so they can trace them and they won't be able to be moved. Yeah. Because yeah, so. So, obviously the, um, the the USDT from the Tether Treasury had a... Um, it got sent to an address mm. and that address has been almost barred. Um, so those tokens are not exempt. Mm. But yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, I think... They seem to have things under control. I think hacks can be a bit crazy and um, people can, you know, um, tend to panic when, and that's probably what caused the Bitcoin drop, you know, panic usually makes price drop. But um, yeah, they seem to have it under control from everything. Obviously, a, ha- a hack's never a good thing, but it, it doesn't seem to be going to hell. <clears throat> yeah, it seems, uh, it seems like these things happen um, and it's always about the response. Um, Tether seem to be on the job. They've uh, released, or they're, they're looking to release um, new builds of their software, OmniCore, and they'll give that out to the community and they're advising everybody to uh, <clears throat> install it on all platforms relating to Tether. Um, and hopefully that will kind of solve the problems that they had in f- the first place with, their, with the whole hacking situation. Um, but yeah, I always believe it's, it's all, dep- all dependent on how you deal with the hacking. You know, it happens. Yeah, it happens. It happens um, with today's 
technology anyway, like PlayStation was hacked not too long ago. Um, all sorts of things we use get hacked all the time. Yeah. You know, our bank accounts. That the NHS was actually hacked. One of the hospitals was hacked recently with some ransomware. So yeah, basically, wanna cry. yeah, yeah. So basically, ransomware is um, is kind of basically files get locked um, on a system, and you can only unlock them if you pay a certain amount of money. Um, they've been using it. Bitcoin. Yeah, they've, they've been using cryptocurrencies. They've been using cryptocurrencies to get them their uh, money. So basically it's like holding the files for ransom you can't open these files and obviously in the nhs people's records are a big thing um you know people's health records it could mean life or death in some in some situations so um i think it's key to um as much as you might look at the situation and think oh yeah look they're using uh cryptocurrency to do terrible things um perhaps if they had their um, system on their own blockchain, like an NHS blockchain, a private blockchain for the NHS, it wouldn't have been able as easily hacked, you know, so there's mm. no balance. But yeah, hacks happen and it's just about the response and we spoke about Electronium a few weeks ago and how they got hacked and their response was not as good as Tether's response. Tether seemed to be on the job. They know how to handle themselves. Electronium looked like they were a bit desperate and they were going for help everywhere else, which isn't always a bad thing, but, you know, um, it just didn't look great for, for them anyway. Yeah. Uh -huh. I'll say one thing about Tether is, um, obviously, there's a lot of people using their service, their, um, their ICO. Um, it's, it's actually backed by his sister company is um bitfinex yeah um and uh, there is a lot of uh conversation that it's it's actually bitfinex and tether causing the the inflation of a uh, bitcoin to rise um obviously this is a lot of speculation mm. um and obviously with the um the issue with bitcoin and bitcash bitcoin cash um it's 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 possibilities that people people are saying that maybe possibilities that people are playing dirty in the whole bitcoin versus bitcoin cash mm. uh jewel um trying to try to get some fud in there yeah. against the bitcoin side um it's something i think a lot of people should be watching closely yeah definitely um, be aware of it yeah i think that tether de definitely did uh do the right thing saying the uh, saying like pushing out what the name of the um unauthorized bitcoin bitcoin address and uh claiming that th yeah to 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 make the ecosystem stronger it, they're not going to allow this address to spend the usdt mm. meaning that it's worth nothing yeah, basically. basically um which is which is good mm. um in like to it, but obviously now they have like obviously if we we understand how Tether works, mm -hmm. um, they have now f nearly thirty one million in their treasury. Mm -hmm. Like, is that's what they lot. say because yeah. that's how it works. Yeah. So, what do they do with this thirty one million? <laughs> exactly. Um, like, I'll be interesting to see. But again, like Tether have been Tether and Bit Bitfinex have been acting really weird lately. Mm. Um, Bitfinex has actually hasn't come out with a statement yeah, about the whole uh, thing. So. It's a bit, a bit shady. Yeah, very. That's even more reason to um, get your money out of exchanges, you know. If you have any money on Bitfinex or anything, you might want to move it to a wallet of some kind. So, yeah.
But yeah, next up, um, we're going to be speaking. It's quite a hot topic. I think I wrote a, a blog post about it, but and some people in our chat group might know, um, might might know this. But um, yeah, we want to speak about whether Bitcoin is going to replace gold as the go-to safe haven. And what I mean by safe haven is when um, the markets are uncertain investors like to put their money in assets that they perceive to be certain like land or precious metals like gold uh, gold is seen as a safe haven because it's a finite um as asset you like it is, it's a, it's a, of a limited amount and um it's in quite high demand and so they see it as something that they can safely put their money in because at the end of the day that it's not going to lose value harshly or anytime soon no matter what and they know that other investors are looking at it as a safe haven so if there is a moment of uncertainty go to gold because that will go up and your investment will be somewhat secure now the reason why people are looking at bitcoin as um a possible safe haven or something that could take that spot as a safe haven is because bitcoin is also of a limited amount and people are looking at it in that same way that if we put our money in bitcoin eventually the price is going to keep going up because bitcoin there's only a limited amount of bitcoin you can mine and so it's just going to become worth more the more um, bitcoin is mined um or the more, more bitcoin is um owned by people so uh yeah so what do you guys think about this uh do you think bitcoin might take the top spot or I think in terms of Bitcoin, my first assumption would be that Bitcoin is the new age of new age gold in in a sense. It's almost like a metaphor for that. And um I think there's definitely the potential. What I'm not so inclined in believing is that it will be anytime soon that it will replace gold. Mm. Um I think that whilst you know, investors are going to look at Bitcoin and I think, you know, the market perception of Bitcoin is still a bit here and there. Mm. And again, that's a short term kind of response. I think in the long term, when people um, can look at an analysis of Bitcoin for a very long time and say, you know what, we're sure that Bitcoin is going to work in this way or people perceive Bitcoin in this way. Mm. I think that's when you will get that confidence within the community, within investors to actually you know see bitcoin as a gold yeah um that being said um definitely potential for it bitcoin again um once it hits you know you know all the bitcoin's been mined and it hits that cap mm. then i think you're gonna start to see the laws of supply and demand working it way more mm. right now i still feel like the market's a bit volatile yeah and it changes all the time definitely um but yeah that's my kind of general opinion on it Mm, yeah, I agree. Bitcoin is quite um, volatile at the moment. It's, for me personally, I don't see it as a safe haven yet. And I don't really see it knocking gold off the top spot. I think they could both be different types of um, stores of value or good safe havens. But the reason I think that gold is going to stay where it is is because... Um, apart from it being just uh, a, a finite amount, um, it 
has a lot of uses in in a lot of things that we do every day for things that we use every day so that kind of adds to the value of it intrinsic value exactly yeah. intrinsic value so like in computers certain circuitries have um bits of gold in them because gold is such a good conductor um it they use gold for certain parts of the circuit that they need information to pass through very quickly um obviously um you use it in dentistry you see people with gold teeth jewelry obviously um also in spacecraft as well in aerospace and that um the the astronauts are protected from infrared rays with gold as well so mm-hmm. um yeah so gold has so many other uses whereas bitcoin is just supposed to be a peer-to-peer cash system and it's just used for sending money back and forth so that's why i think they eventually bitcoin will get up there but i don't see gold disappearing anytime soon yeah yeah, I um, yeah, I, I like to uh, add on on that. Like, it's it's true. Um, gold's key difference with Bitcoin is its whole intrinsic value. Um, so it it does make it valuable in the sense that it's used in other things. Whereas Bitcoin nowadays is just seen as a way to transfer money and um, what well, I guess it's seen as like a store a storage of cash. Mm. Um, they, however. It could be said that uh, Bitcoin is much easier to divide than gold. Mm. Uh, we can obviously we have Satoshi's, mm-hmm. uh, whereas like melting and cutting bars of gold is a bit yeah. more awkward. That's true. Um, obviously, Bitcoin's a lot more portable. Um, you have to have you have to carry gold like in yeah. safes, and you have to have security. Whereas mm. with Bitcoin, it's virtual, so you can store it on your nice. Um, hard drive. By the way, if, guys, there's a there's a Black Friday sale on Ledger. Oh yeah, there's a Ledger deal. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we'll leave a link below, guys, so you can get to that. But just what you said about um the storage, um, it can be argued that it's actually much more trickier to store, uh, Bitcoin because of the whole, you know, think about it, for the everyday man, mm. you you can either just pay uh some sort of vault. Or something to store your um yeah gold. sort of bank yeah. yeah like a bank yeah or you can um or you have to go through this whole process of making a private key getting it onto your computer yeah um like we always use the example of a grandma like yeah. i know it'd be a lot easier for my grandma to use a bank yeah or yeah, some yeah other sort of storage um thing rather than make create an, a software wallet or something yeah yeah i'd say that falls back onto the whole ideas of barriers to entry um, and also, um, in terms of the whole Bitcoin thing, I think it's just that time, that the idea of time. I think over a period of time, as the technology develops a bit more, mm. um, you know, transaction speeds are still a bit bad with Bitcoin. Um, as that all gets developed and improves, we'll see um, an increase in wealth in terms of Bitcoin. I think um, you would see inflation, in, in fact, of, of its currency and it will go up in price. Mm. Um, uh, and I think for that reason, <laughs> it's a kind of a volatile nature, but for that reason, it can actually not obviously overtake gold, but I think it can become quite um, a useful um, investment. Mm. Um, you know, whereas gold is quite stagnant. In, in, yeah. in its nature you know you're not going to expect it to go up in price a lot or down in price a lot unless mm. somebody somehow gets rid of a lot of gold out of, out of nowhere but yeah. 
in terms of Bitcoin, I think there is that potential that you know you can put money into it and you're going to get a, a big reward and, and you're going to be confident of that um, to a certain degree over time. Again, everything I believe in terms of Bitcoin is going to be over time. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's something you can look at short term and say, today it's, it's, it's equal to gold or anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, it's true, like what you just said, in terms of currency, it's better, fact. Yeah. Because um, the fact is, you can't go into a shop and say, oh, I'll buy this TV with for quarter of a gold <laughs> bar because you, the, like, the guy would just look at you and be like, that's really nice, but yeah. that I'm not, I can't take that. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, like, you can, like, you can buy stuff with Bitcoin. Yeah. Like, facts. Like, yeah, that, is, true. that is true. Um, like, and also, um, back, back to what we were talking about, storage and uh, security, like, uh, you do have to pay fees to a bank to store your gold. Mm. And, I mean, some, uh, like, you can't really um, store it at home because obviously there's a chance that people it might take robbed, it yeah. it could get robbed mm. I think it's, it's it's actually illegal in some countries yeah. to store your own gold mm. um, but yeah like uh, with with Bitcoin it is kind of like as long as you're you're you, you're not going on any crazy websites and you have your antivirus and you're you, you're doing everything says in in, in, in uh, protection guides mm. you can store your Bitcoin however much mm. uh, you won't need a lot of space you won't need a massive vault necessarily you just need to put it in your wallet as a paper wallet if you want to yeah um in terms of like obviously the creation of bitcoin is is made by um like software and computers and mining mm. whereas gold is a natural resource from around the planet yeah um so there is a there is a kind of a constant but small supply of bitcoin yeah whereas they like um uh the supply of uh, metal, uh, precious metals, mm. is sporadic. Like yeah. it's kind of they find ores yeah. in in the Earth's um, surface. Yeah, that's um, um, and then one similarity in terms of the way they they mine is that um, they both do quite a lot of damage to the to the environment. Mm. If you think about it, the gold mining take does a lot of damage to the environment because you're literally digging it up and ruining habitats and things. And then obviously, Bitcoin mining is because of the amount of heat it generates and the amount of electricity it uses as well so yeah. you know they've both got their own issues but you know i still think they could make they could be good stores of value yeah i think finally you just have the the whole old issue of uh perception right um a lot of uh older people might see gold as the way to go forevermore and they mm. won't change their mind and um, they might be quite ignorant in that manner um Whereas, you know, the new age, um, you know, I coin it as the new age, um, they might see, you know, Bitcoin being the way to go because mm. um, they don't see the same value in gold in, in, in the same way that their parents or yeah, older generations true. did. Yeah, I, I think it should be taken into account that obviously if you want to be able to buy and sell gold, like um, say if there was an apocalypse, uh, mm. I guess you need a gold merchant or you just need to change the change to get gold, uh, gold bar. But if there's no internet, you're kind of uh, stuck. Yeah, but to be fair, if there was an apocalypse and someone offered me a gold bar, I'd be like, what the hell am I doing with this? Mm. I'd rather take like a carrot or something. Some something food, I could yeah. Eat, yeah. <laughs> something I could use. Go back to the basics of services and goods. Mm. Yeah, barter and that. Yeah. Mm. So. Um, oh, one thing we f- we did forget mm. is, um, in terms of gold and Bitcoin, uh, mm-hmm. there is much better tracking yeah, for Bitcoin true, than gold. Yeah. Much better. A I lot, think a yeah, lot of people gold. lie about their gold reserves. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The price of, of gold. Yeah. yeah. 
hundred percent. Like, um, yeah, there there is a big problem with gold. People, there, there's more gold being traded than it's actually assumed to actually be um, in stores. So it comes to a point where, like, say if a lot of people who had um, claim to that same gold bar mm. said, "Oh, I want my gold bar back," uh, what would happen? Like, the bank would say, "Oh, like we don't have enough." Yeah. So um, and they've just been scammed, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it. Uh, I think tracking is. Uh, I think the a main uh, the main reason why people use uh bitcoin mm. um like because it's it, compared to fiat as well yeah, exactly. because they want to know that this what what i have ha- holds value mm. and is val is valuable like whereas um they don't want they don't want the idea that their money is being lent to other people and another person after that and it's just being re- mm. re- recloned um they can yeah. actually see is track their money and where it's come from if it's if it's from a viable resource yeah a big thing that comes on that umbrella is trust yeah and that's that's basically the whole thing behind the blockchain technology and obviously bitcoin which was the first successful use case of the um of blockchain te- technology so yeah it's trust eliminating the need for trust because it's all there for you to see so you don't have to trust the third party hmm. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's the differences between, um, that's basically what I believe anyway, in terms of um, um, whether uh, Bitcoin will take over gold. Bitcoin is, is great, like, it's, it's, it's revolutionized so much, but um, in terms of what it's going to change and whether it will become a um, take the top spot, I don't think it will. I, like I said before, it just be there with gold and other precious metals and there's all sorts of different investments as well um you know land and property yeah you know just just there's just so many options i personally see it being one um basically another thing added to be a thing of value mm. so obviously um back in the days gold was seen as one of the first most like precious things of or store of value um and then came property like land well to be fair land was always there as well and business mm. um and uh nowadays i think that like in this in this new age like um in terms of tech bitcoin is now one of them mm. um i think it's not it, it, it's not one and the other it's why not both why not more exactly yeah. um yeah i think it, and it just allows you to um put your eggs in different baskets in that sense so instead of just having this one long term because gold is one of the um, the safe havens that are quite is is relatively easily acquired. You can buy gold from um, like bullion and um, other other ways like gold by post and, and places like that, or you could just buy jewelry. You can just acquire gold a lot easier and have it as a safe haven in that way. But Bitcoin can be bought, you know, relatively just as easier as easy easily. Um, Whereas like something like land takes a lot more capital and, and other investments as well. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's again, for me, it's just about time. I think if you look at this, or we most likely won't be around, but hundreds of years in the future, you might find that Bitcoin is the predominant um, kind of um, main source of investment. Everything is going to be about something like Bitcoin or subsequent on, on the blockchain mm. um uh, you know especially as we are dealing with everything now on the internet um everything's moving towards that 
all our transactions are being done on the internet mm. um, and you know I think there's so much wealth that can be created from that exactly yeah. and that and that kind of brings us to the next thing we want to talk about which was like the blockchain use cases like there's so many valuable use cases um, for the blockchain and um, yeah um, so one of them uh, well basically I found a resource that kind of broke it down as it stands the blockchain what kind of use cases it has so it comes under the um, these following um, umbrellas um, so you've got currencies so like Bitcoin NAM like cryptocurrencies that like blockchain uses that are just used for as cryptocurrencies then we've got developer tools so we've got things like Ethereum developer tools are things that developers can use to build decentralized and, yeah, apps yeah decentralized yeah. apps so we've got Stratis EOS you know Ethereum Ethereum Classic Neo things like that and then you've got fintech, so that's just um, financial tech, things like um, insurance, uh, blockchains for insurance c- companies and, uh, and things like that. I've kind of um, spoken about that briefly in the past. Um, sovereignty, so those are like things that, um, like identity verification sort of um, um, uses, um, things that can uh, basically keep your identity under your control and uh, but at the same time verify it for someone else to web wallets as well yeah and yeah. web wallets as well those sorts of um things and security as well security services uh value exchange so that's not so much that that's not the same as um currency that's more to do with um like within a certain platform a, a way to exchange value within that it's something we'll cover a bit later on as well uh shared data so things like IOTA, it, um, you share a lot of data because it connects those machines and they use data to interact with each other. Um, things like Ink and Bloom, which is something that's been seen around a lot. Um, authenticity, which is a big one because the blockchain, what it, um, like we said earlier on, removes the need for trust. So you need some, like it basically allows you to authenticate um, certain things which is one use case the use case I'm going to focus on today and then you've got like just um, miscellaneous ones like gaming and and things like that or, or gaming coins and other, other things like that but yeah the one I want to speak about today which I because uh, I think you guys could appreciate it is authenticity so the blockchain um, it's a decentralized ledger as we all know and it allows uh, it basically nullifies the need for trust because you don't need to trust it the blockchain has everything out there on the table for you to see so uh, we have a problem these days of a lot of forgeries um, fake tickets when you go to buy a ticket for online you might be buying a fake one that wouldn't happen on the on the blockchain you'd have um, some sort of for example some sort of key or code on a ticket and once you scan it and maybe it cross references it with something on the blockchain and then it comes up on the system that oh yeah this is an authentic um, ticket and it can't be cloned and it can't be changed and so you can 100% um, guarantee on that it can stop a lot of other types of fraud like financial fraud those of those like this goes wider into um, into the wider world and the implications and uses like authenticity comes in basically every every business you need to authenticate at least one thing um so yeah um that's kind of um 
the use case I wanted to talk about. What about you guys? Um, for me, um, the most important things about blockchain and how it can be used is decentralization, the uh, transparency, transparency of our transactions, of you know, um, communication between um, one party to the next. Um, we always go toward um, a third party and you know rely on that third party to you know not rip us off not cheat us not lie to us um so that transparency is very key um believe it or not i'm also going to highlight that it's paving a way for future technology um so that is a use case in its own right um you know i, I like to talk about this all the time but you know iota <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, and and everything IOTA is going to bring to the table, um, the Internet of Things, everything's moving in that technological kind of advancement where everything around us is going to be connected and linked and having, you know, blockchain technology at the, you know, foundation of it all um, is really key, um, even if it's a, an adaptation of what we actually see the blockchain chain technology today. Um, and I think, yeah, so we have, you know, Ethereum um, and all the different, you know, possible smart contracts and everything else that you can set up using um, something like Ethereum. And um, I think it, it's in its infancy, blockchain technology still. It's quite, in, and it is relatively new. Um, so we are still in a period where we're going to see much more use cases much more different and, and different and uh, unique ways of um you know recording transactions and and because i think it is it's, um it's gonna be really good fine financially um to take away that middleman and to communicate peer-to-peer um but we're gonna see loads of different change uh, a change in scope i would say in terms of the way that we purchase goods the way we communicate between one device to the next device um, and it's all going to be based on blockchain technology yeah um, yeah I just want to say like how the growth of blockchain has we, we can thank through to uh, because of uh, smart contracts really uh, obviously Bitcoin and um, blockchain uh, pushed the movement and uh, the introduction of smart contracts has made there be a lot of use cases for um, applications for for blockchain. Mm. Um, like obviously the way we use, change, and um, send, record data um, is changing within the internet. And this data might be maybe a transaction, or just confirmation of delivery has been sent, mm. or maybe a, a service it could be anything data is a very like wide term umbrella mm-hmm. term but um as long as there's a relationship and a, and a, a trade of data uh we can now do that with w- without the need of a third party or middleman uh that's a beauty and people are seeing that uh well a lot of businesses are seeing that businesses saw it first mm-hmm. that we can save a lot of money here yeah. <laughs> um I, th- I think that's key like it is it's it's, it is changing the way people do business everywhere and it's making a lot of people's lives a lot easier in terms of uh, trust. Exactly. 
and that's the whole point of technology just to make people's lives easier to make things more fluid and um, if blockchain is addressing that um, it's only a good thing and it only shows that it's going to grow um, yeah um, so it's just there are so many there's so many um, use cases like you said um, earlier another one that's uh, I wanted to speak about was um, like you were mentioning data like data storage mm. in terms like you know like cloud storage um, for example if you are um, saving things on uh, uh, Dropbox it's being held on the Dropbox server Dropbox can do whatever they want with your information you can't log you can't store anything sensitive on there because they have access to it or anyone who hacks Dropbox um, has access to it whereas with the blockchain well, what certain use cases are doing is that um, your data gets stored on a something called a swarm. So it breaks your data into loads of thousands and thousands of little pieces and spreads it with, between all the nodes in the network, so all the computers in the network, all each have a tiny little piece of it. Not, not one of them can put them together, only you with your private key. So when you put in your private key, all the data comes together and makes that big picture. Out. Like Say, for example, it's just a, a selfie or something. So and think of it, it as it gets broken down into a puzzle, and the all the pixels get spread apart. Exactly. Different nodes. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. 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 And so basically, it all comes together back onto your computer, and you can see your lovely smiling selfie back again on your PC, and um, and yeah, without worry that it's going to get hacked by anyone or anything like that. So, you know, hmm. it's interesting. Yeah, one less worry on on your on your mind, and if you're that handsome or beautiful. That someone wants to hack your selfie, then that's just yeah, you. You got a pretty good life. So yeah. Next um, next topic we wanted to speak about was um, are cryptocurrencies being used for illegal purposes? This is one of the things that you might read about in the news. It's one of the arguments against blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies. One of the biggest ones. Um, personally I had an argument well not argument a debate with a guy on the tube and one of his debates against um, cryptocurrencies bear in mind this guy didn't know what blockchain technology is um, mm. one of his um, debates you should was listen that, to the podcast yeah you should listen to the podcast <laughs> I should have told him about it but yeah no um, yeah he basically um, was saying yeah well then you know they're paying hitmen to um, kill people with cryptocurrencies blah blah and I was like um well, I don't know that. I don't know that for for a fact, but I'm I know for a fact that hitmen were getting paid with fiat currency as well. Those yeah. people getting paid with um fiat currency to do all sorts of terrible things. So, um, and it, and it's untraceable. So it doesn't really make a difference in my eyes. And I think a lot of that is just based on fud, which is something we we we've um highlighted before. But uh, fud essentially is just fear and um distrust yeah yeah exactly and um yeah so basically i wouldn't read too much into it if i like personally myself i I don't read too much into all that stuff because despite all that news cryptocurrency still are still growing every day um it's it's not something that weighs heavy on my mind i don't think it's something that could hold back cryptocurrencies um that much but i could be wrong you never know 
um, fear is a strong emotion, and if you instill that in enough people, it can it can, it can do a lot of damage. I don't know what you guys think about that. Yeah, I'd say, um, well, I think the biggest issue most likely will have um, is the idea of a authority or something governing, um, you know, cryptocurrencies and ensuring that nothing illegal is being conducted. Um, now, I'm not in a position to say whether or not that that should be the case or there should be a kind of a central pillar of uh, authority in terms of what's going on in, in the cryptocurrency world. But potentially that, it, you know, is a bit of the fear or where the fear generated from. Um, you know, you have, well, I've, I've, I've heard people talk about potentially setting up ICOs and trying to do people out their money by just promoting something that's really, really good and good, too good, too good to be true. People put all their money into it and then they disappear. Um, you know, that's, that's one element of it as well. Um, but I think it's all relative, if I'm honest with you. Um, there's not one thing in life that it just happens in one place and not the other. Yeah. Um, people like to um, point the finger a lot, but sometimes you they don't point at themselves and or point at anything else. And it's easy to blame the blame game. Um, and what I mean by this is, yeah, as you're saying, it happens in fiat money. You know, people do illegal stuff all the time with fiat money. What's the difference in, in a sense? Mm. It will happen everywhere where somebody sees an opportunity and it's whether or not people are willing to take that opportunity. But then there are elements of um, safeguard with you know cryptocurrencies. Um, you know, the fact that, you know, everything happens on a blockchain, for instance, and you can see those transactions occurring. So, um, you know, you've got ways of mitigating against it. And, uh, you know, just as much as anything, if something's too good to be true, maybe it is. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, what do you think, Andy? Yeah, um, in terms of the question, are cryptos being used for legal purposes? Yeah, but, yeah, like, of course, but so is everything else, like, so is fiat money, as yeah. you guys have said. Yeah. Um, like, there are... There are cryptocurrencies and what make it easier to uh, purchase illegal goods. So I know Monero is very, um, very well used in the dark net for uh, buying drugs. Um, it's got a big market there. Bitcoin used to be that currency. However, again, if the guy who actually did his research on yeah. the tube understood what blockchain is and understood Bitcoin, he would know that you were like... You can track. You can track yeah. exactly Monero, not so much, mm. um, but it's, they are all still trackable if the those tracking you try hard enough. Yeah, and I think um, you know there's one thing you like if you're sending um, Bitcoin from a certain area and you're using a certain wallet or a certain service or certain exchange, your IP address is going to be somewhere there, but. With I think with Monero you're able to hide your IP address. Yes, yeah. so that's where they choose with Monero, but not so much with Bitcoin. Yeah. 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 Um, I'd say obviously there are people who are saying like, uh, oh, what if it's being used for like what what are people, what if people are buying um, child porn for example mm. with Monero? Mm. Well, first thing I'd say is okay. Well, 
don't attack so much the currency itself. Maybe attack the websites. Yeah. Uh, maybe attack the, the people. Mm. Um, okay, they use if they're using it as a store of value, and I'm not saying they are, because people are using it for fee- uh, as uh, for paper money, which is probably more valuable anyway. Yeah. Mm. Um, for the, for these reasons, but the, you don't see them attacking the government money. Yeah. You don't see them attacking gold bars yeah. or any form of value. No, no, um, one's, no one's going to um, the Bank of England going, oh, look what yeah, they're doing with those yeah. notes. So. Exactly. So uh, what what this comes down to really is control. And it's, um, it's uh, again, controversial, but um, it's, it's media and banks trying to control people who are um, who are not in the crypto space saying, oh, cryptos are just full of criminals and, mm. and terrorists. Um, and everyone in this community knows that's not the case. Mm. Um, people, uh, pe- uh, A lot of people in the community see cryptocurrencies as a way of um, trading value, like a, a new way of currency. Uh, the technology behind it's amazing and they're truly believing it. Mm. And you have certain people in media saying, oh, it's just full of criminals, just changing money. Uh, to, to, to those people, I say, okay, well, I mean, do your research. Mm. Uh, read up, actually see what see the movement and see like what this technology is about before they start painting a brush and like giving their opinions want, or, uh, ignorant opinions if you mm. ask me. Yeah, well, I've spoken to a lot of people in the cryptocurrency space, and I don't think I've spoken to any terrorists or hitmen <laughs> that I know of anyway. But um, yeah, it's just it, like I said before, it's just fud, fear being spread around disinformation or misinformation and um yeah um as like i said to the guy on the tube i was like um i was trying to explain to him that it was the underlying technology behind these cryptocurrencies that gives them value and um he was just like oh it's not about the technology and i was like well you know and he's like oh you know i can't just go and invest into something you know i don't know about and i was like yeah of course just go and do some research you know, have a look for yourself. I'm not telling you to invest. I don't benefit if you invest or not. I'm just saying, like, before you, um, you know, speak up about something, maybe have a look at it, you know, do some research. He might do some research and, and still decide, you know what, it's not for him, but at least he has an informed decision. And we, we encourage you guys as well, not just to take our word, because like we always say, we're not financial advisors. We're not super experts. We're not like gods. We just we just do our research and we encourage you guys to do your research as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, you know I think if you don't do your research and um, you sit there worrying about whether or not there's illegal activity going on, you'll find that you're just a victim of it, not actually you know aware of it. Mm. Yeah, and that's, that's true, and that's the scary thing. That's true, especially if um, cryptocurrencies, like when they take um, wider adoption and you have done no research and all you have to go on is a news report or you know just what billy from the pub said you're gonna be lost when um when it comes to dealing with it yourself and we kind of find this situation anyway with finance and economics a lot of people don't know what's going on they don't know a lot about taxes they don't know about um about mortgages and things like that so when they get involved in it they get taken advantage of so yeah, to put yourself in the best position, you know, get educated about these things. Yeah, uh, our last point I'd like to give is, um, if you do hear uh, stuff on the news that are saying that 
well, in terms of Bitcoin, like Bitcoin's a scam mm. or anything related, if anything in the news say it are they someone's giving an opinion, mm. go online. Re- if if it truly interests you, go online and look for yourself and research it yourself and look look at different points of view. Um, you'll see in in general as a, as a as a person, you will find yourself learning a lot of things and um, especially in politics. If you don't, uh, if you if you um, listen to an opinion and you strongly agree with it or strongly disagree with it, just try to take in another point of view yeah. and uh, maybe read about it. You might find a new insight. Um, and also, if you find someone who disagrees with you in the future, you might you'll be able to give a correct response on exactly. why you disagree is, instead of the guy on the exactly. tube. You could, um, like with us, with our um, gold versus Bitcoin um, discussion, we could have easily been like, oh, Bitcoin is definitely going to take up because we love blockchain technology. Mm. And um, we could be, and this is obviously a cryptocurrency slash blockchain um, podcast. But we went up there, we did our research and you know what? We came back with a balanced view. Um well, I hope it, it came across as balanced because that's what we were trying to aim for. But um, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, go out there, get a balanced point of view. Like, we have a blockchain um, podcast. If there's some sort of anti-blockchain podcast, <laughs> maybe give that a listen as well. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, that's about all I have to say about that. So, yeah, moving on. What is a token and what? is a coin what are the differences between a coin and a token when it comes to crypto currencies this is um kind of a uh, an issue i don't think if i was like have a think about it. do you know the difference between them right now it's kind of confusing there's a lot of um uh, misinformations and the lines get blurred a few times as well um andy do you want to um yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Firstly, like it's important to note that all the coins and tokens are regarded as cryptocurrencies, even if most of the coins do not function as a currency or medium of exchange. Overall, the term cryptocurrency is a bit of a misname, and it does throw people off because they're kind of like, "Oh, well, it's a currency." But since currencies are technically represented as a unit of account or a store of value in a medium of exchange, but the problem is, other the other coin conceived after Bitcoin are generally considered as a cryptocurrency. It's a name given to them, though most do not fulfill the main char- characteristic of actual currency. Um, well, so overall, in terms of like coins and um, tokens, let's talk about altcoins anyway. Um, like the commonality of all, all altcoins is that they each possess their own independent blockchain. Mm. Um, so that's, for example, your Litecoin, Peercoin. Um, uh, Doge coin, uh, Monero, yeah. um, yeah, Dash. Well, no, that's off. That's off. Um, Dash Bitcoin. is off Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. So that's a yeah. That is an altcoin. That's an altcoin. Yeah. Um, however, tokens are um are a representation of a particular asset or, or utility that usually reside on top of another blockchain. Tokens can represent basically any asset of fungible and tradable from um, fungible and tradable or, or like so basically like loyalty points almost mm. um, to uh, other cryptocurrencies so uh, basically a good example I normally usually think of myself mm-hmm. and I think you guys too is we look at Ethereum mm-hmm. and how they use decentralized apps and there's a lot of tokens like for example EOS mm. that uses Ethereum so it uses their blockchain 
to um, to uh, create the token. So I think the main difference be- uh, between the two is that altcoin, um, like they all both have similar structure, but altcoins are separate c- currencies with their own blockchain, while tokens operate on top of a blockchain that facilitates the creation of decentral- decentralized applications. Okay, oh. yeah, so tokens are. Yeah, like you said, tokens are on top of a different blockchain. They borrow someone else's blockchain and they're usually used within their own platform and rarely outside that. And um, coins are basically have their own blockchains and can be used to exchange um, goods outside of their, their platforms. So even though they both, they all hold value and they all come under the umbrella of cryptocurrency, even though they're not all currencies per se and wouldn't we suggest that um you know when we talk about the terminology of cryptocurrency we think of the coin more more than the token yeah yeah i suppose so yeah yeah Yeah. it's more of um a coin in general and and that's where you know like i was saying people blurred the lines people get confused like you know they don't really look at um like they just automatically assume a token's a coin because of the whole um the way that we look at the cryptocurrency mm. space yeah so you know that's you guys um need to be careful with that yeah. you know i think there's something to take into account let's say uh, this might make it easier for people to understand um and this isn't ne- necessarily completely 100 percent true in, in all sense but say if um ethereum um, suffered from a hack mm. or um there were issues with ethereum blockchain mm. Um, all the t- um, well, some of the tokens on um, on the Ethereum network might get have problems affected, yeah. and they'll be affected, and they might drop in value. Mm. That's just an example. Um, again, um, coin. What are coins and what are altcoins? Well, a coin is Bitcoin. Mm. Um, altcoins are basically other yeah, coins yes. other than Bit. Uh, other coins other than Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, they're all cryptocurrencies, and um, ICOs tend to be tokens yeah um so they're based on another blockchain blockchain. i think that happens because a lot of icos are just jumping onto the blockchain um the blockchain wave and they it's a lot quicker to just jump on some piggyback on someone else's blockchain so if you're an ico or you want to launch an ico it'll just be a lot easier if you want to make as much money as, as quickly as you can to create something on ethereum for example and dish it out and sell that token, make a bunch of Ethereum, and maybe exchange that for um, for uh, fiat, and then get loads of money. Yeah, that, that's what tends to happen a lot of the time. But um, yeah, I hope that was clear because I know it can be very confusing. Just to clear out one more time, uh, tokens and coins are all cryptocurrencies, although all cryptocurrencies are not necessarily currencies. Coins stand on their own blockchains and tokens borrow other people, other blockchains or are built on top of other blockchains. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, is that, is that everything we, we had to cover that's this been, week? That's basically all our topics. Oh, we did yeah. that quick this week. It felt wow. quick. Yeah. <laughs> but how many minutes did 50 okay, right. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't that quick. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's it. I hope you guys um, learned something today from what we um we spoke about um keep an eye out for um we'll keep an eye out for news on the tether hack and probably come back to you next week about that 
Um, so yeah, we spoke about gold and Bitcoin. Which one's going to be the top spot as a as a um, t- uh, a storage of value, long term safe haven? And um, we spoke about uh, the differences between the token and the coin, and different use cases of the blockchain. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. If you did, please leave us a like on SoundCloud. Castbox, YouTube, wherever you're listening to this, uh, comment if you have any feedback. If you disagreed with anything we said, um, leave a comment because we lo- we love to have discussions, um, especially with you blockchain haters. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, uh, subscribe as well if you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, we'll leave a link for the um, Ledger um, hardware wallet if you guys want to grab that. They they are doing a, a Black Friday um, deal at the moment. Um, if you're interested in buying cryptocurrencies as well, we'll leave some links below for where you can do that. Um, yeah, um, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. All right, see you later, guys. Take it easy. See you guys next week.